Hello and welcome to the Sail Loot Podcast, where we share our adventures of the sea and help to achieve that cruising life that sets us free. I'm Teddy J, and this is podcast episode 11 with Ed Robinson from Leap of Faith. Welcome back to the Sail Loop Podcast, and happy 2015, everybody. I took a week off during the end of the year holidays. It was a whole lot of fun for me to see family and friends and celebrate the new year. I was at a show with Humphreys McGee at the Tabernacle in Atlanta, and it was so much fun to see them. They're one of my favorite bands. Um, they're just great musicians, and I loved sharing that time with family and friends. Uh, it is 2015, and it's great to be back in the saddle with Sail Loot. Uh, let's rally up and get 2015 started on the right track. I've got tons of ideas brewing for Sail Loot in 2015. There are a few things that I would like to do to get the podcast ramped up and maybe even release more episodes and release them more often. And I know that a bunch of you have actually been asking me for that. So hopefully we will have more, and they'll be out more often. We'll see what happens. I've seen and I've also seen and heard several questions about how to get a website set up or how to maintain them or how to switch a theme around. Uh, I've heard other podcasts and other places where people are asking about, well, if I only knew how to just get my blog set up in the first place. Um, so if you like to get some more information about the best ways to put a website design together, go ahead and sign up for the Sale Loot email rally. You'll immediately get the Ultimate Tactician's website design checklist, as well as some tips to starting your blog, website, and business. You can also head on over to the Way Anchor page on the Sale Loot website to see how I set up hosting and uh, how I write my first blog post for my websites. So more podcasts, more free information and tutorials. What else could be in store for Sail Loot in 2015, huh? Well, the most exciting update for Megan and I is that we have started the process of actually finding and purchasing a sailboat to put on the lake for a few years. We've got a broker and a boat that we think we like, but that's all I'm telling you for now. You'll have to stick around for more updates. Okay. I've been rambling on about how excited I am for Sail Loot in 2015 that it's time to get on to the meat of the podcast. I've got a great interview for you today with Ed Robinson from Leap of Faith. Ed is an easygoing guy who likes to end his days with a cold beer in hand, his feet up on the transom, and his wife Kim right there next to him with her tumbler filled with boxed wine. Sounds pretty ideal, right? So Ed is not a sailor. He does not propel his boat with the power of the wind, but he is living his dream and living on a boat. He is also an awesome writer and the author of Leap of Faith, Quit Your Job and Live on a Boat, and Poop, Booze, and Bikinis, and The Untold Story of Kim, and Trawler Trash, Confessions of a Boat Bum. 
You'll also find in 2015 that Sailute is not just about sailing, but finding a way to follow whatever dream you may have. That could be traveling the world, or climbing Mount Everest, or hiking the Appalachian Trail, or maybe it's having the freedom to live anywhere in the world that you want and experiencing new cultures. Ed is living his dream and an inspiration to us all. He shares some great tips here for how to let go, minimize our lives, and get it done. So let's go ahead and take a leap of faith with Ed Robinson. All right, hello. This is Teddy, and I have Ed on the phone with me. Ed Robinson, who has written several books, uh, one of which is Leap of Faith, Quit Your Job and Live on a Boat. Uh, Poop, Booze, and Bikinis is another one. Uh, the Untold Story of Kim is another one. Am I missing anything, Ed? Uh, the newest one is called Trawler Trash. It's a novel. Okay, Trawler Trash. I have not seen that one yet. Well, Ed, first I want to say thank you for uh, taking some time and uh, finding a way to um, to talk with me today. Thank you for joining me. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're taking advantage of the Boaters Lounge at the Marathon City Marina for Wi-Fi today. Okay, so you're down in Marathon right now. Um, well, I'm going to... Yep. All right. I'm going to start off just shooting you a few questions. We're going to go back to um, the beginning of you getting on a boat, I think. And, you know, we talk about boating, sailing here on the podcast and how uh, everybody's able to make it happen. Uh, Some of it from a financial standpoint, uh, we focus on that a little bit. And um, we focus on what you've done. So my first question is, what was the point in time, Ed, when when it kind of dawned on you that, um, hey... What I'm going to go do is quit my job and go live on a boat. It started, I think, when we took a vacation to the BVI and we uh, bareboat chartered a catamaran there and spent a week hopping from island to island. And we thought to ourselves, hey, we could do this. But um, the final impetus was a a very cold winter with lots of snow. And as I was shoveling the the third blizzard off my driveway, I said, that's it. We're getting out of here. Uh, well, well, great. Can I? How old were you at the time that that you were uh, shoveling the, the snow off the driveway? I think uh, forty-seven. Okay. Uh, did you have any concerns at the time? You know about you know, my concern would have been, and it is actually at the moment. Um, hey, how do I? How the heck do I get out of here and, and afford to live on a boat? I think my wife was more concerned than I. I'm, I'm a little bit more of a free spirit. I just, I just said, whatever happens, happens. Let's go. Okay. Uh, what was what was your job at the time? I worked 20 years for a major utility, uh, propane and natural gas on Delmarva. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I've, I've read uh, Leap of Faith, Quit Your Job and Live on a Boat, and it said that you seemed to enjoy your job. Is that is that true? Uh, I did for a long time, but uh, towards the end, I, it was just an anchor dragging me down. Every day I hated to get up and go to work. Uh, just another impetus to uh, make a break and take the leap. Okay. And so you had chartered a boat. Have you have you always had a boat? Uh, when did you actually start boating? You know, you said you were down in the BVI and you chartered a boat. Had you been on boats before then? Yeah, I've owned boats for probably 30 years. Um, actually, owned two boats before we bought our current one. We sold both of them to uh, help raise money towards the purchase of our trawler. Okay. Uh, where were those? Did, uh, did you have a boat up in the Delmarva area? Yeah, it's uh, Chesapeake Bay. 
Okay. And We're from Maryland, and uh, we had you know, a slip in Hull, Maryland, and then got a small fishing boat on the trail. Okay. You know, the, the website here that I have in, in the podcast is a sail loot website. Now, uh, you're not necessarily a sailor, but I liked your boat so much. Well, let's put, you're a boater. You're, <laughs> you don't necessarily live on a sailboat, I will say that. <laughs> um, it, it, it's okay. Some of my best friends are sailboaters. Yeah, no, no, no. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. Um, and uh, so how did you do it? How did you all of a sudden, you, you know, what did you do in order to take off and... Um, you know, convince your wife that everything would be okay and you could go live on a boat. Uh, in the in the first book, Leap of Faith, I discussed a, sort of a, a very that we put together. It was we just spent money, quit buying stuff. Uh, the second thing we did was pay off all of our debts. Uh, that took quite a few years, but we managed to do it. <clears throat> the third thing was save up as much money as possible, obviously. <clears throat> and finally, we had to get rid of all of our stuff. Uh, for my wife, that was the hardest part of the whole thing. <laughs> for your wife, it was getting rid of all of her stuff? Yeah, she was a little slow to get on board, and uh, I had gotten rid of almost everything I owned, except some clothes, and really started, but uh, once she got into it, uh, she, uh, she went all the way. She went with me all the way. We, we left with uh, nothing but clothes and a few mementos. That's it. Well, that's great. Now, um, did you... Uh did you guys have a budget of any kind or anything like that? Did you know that you would uh, make make it as long as you guys have made it living on a boat? Uh, we, you know, I did not have a detailed budget. Uh, we we concentrated really hard on just living as cheaply as possible to make it last as long as possible. Um, we lived a very Spartan life for several years until the uh, revenues from the book started coming in, and uh, we've sort of eased up a little now and. We'll actually go out to eat once in a while. We didn't do that for several years. Well, so how long was it before you uh, wrote the book? Uh, almost three years, I guess. About two and a half years. Uh, it took me about six months. I'm, I'm kind of lazy. I only wrote when I felt like it. Um, and then uh, went through the publishing process, which I had no idea what I was doing. and uh, had no idea if, if I would sell a single copy or not. So... Uh, while that was going on, we actually went to a marina and picked up part-time jobs for a little while uh, just to uh, make sure we had some sort of income in case it didn't sell. But uh, fortunately, it did, so things are going well. Okay. Oh, that's great. Uh, I'm, it, it, it is a great book. I love your writing style and uh, Thank you. And, and your jokes and, and things like that and hearing about your stories. So uh, it is fantastic. Um, so w- what were your part-time jobs that you picked up? I worked at the marina uh, a couple of days a week, and I also operated the pump-out boat, which uh, you'll find out about in Poop, Booze, and Bikinis. That's right. That's right. I, uh, I'm I'm uh, you know, three-quarters of the way through Poop, Booze, and Bikinis right now, and, and that's right. You're reminding me that I did that read that you uh, operated the pump-out boat. <laughs> so that must have smelled fantastic. Oh, it was a great job. Great job. <laughs> Um. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure everybody else enjoyed that you were getting uh, the poop off of their boat. So, <laughs> um, so where did you go? You started. You you left from the Delmarva area, and did you have a boat at that time? Did you take a boat with you? Actually, we drove to Florida and bought the boat in Punta Gorda, which is uh, on Charlie Harbor, west coast of Florida. Uh, we eventually sold the truck and. Uh, 
that's it. It's just us and our boat. Okay. And so th- is that the boat that you have now? Yes, yes. So we'll, We will never part with it. <laughs> All right, great. And that is Leap of Faith, correct? That's correct, yes. Uh, and it, uh, what kind of boat is it? Uh, 36-foot Blue Seas trawler, uh, single Lehman 120 engine. Uh, we're six knots when we're underway, uh, just like your average sailboat, I would guess. Right. right. What, how much did the boat cost? Uh, we paid fifty-seven five, which ended up being right about sixty grand with the uh, you know textile fees. Okay, and was there were there things that you had to do to the boat? Uh, yeah, we, we we spent a little bit more additional money. Um, we went through a major search for what we thought was the perfect boat, and we had some things that were on our wish list that weren't on this boat. But it was it was such a great boat, we we went with it anyway. Um, we had to buy a generator and uh, do some other minor repairs. I'd say a few thousand more that we put into it. Right. Okay. And uh, <laughs> it's been a couple of years since you've had the boat, but uh, where have you gone? Where Where have you taken leap, leap of Faith? We have traveled the West Coast Florida very extensively from Tampa Bay to the Keys. And, uh, this is our second trip through the Keys now, and uh, we've just completed from Key West to Key Largo, and a bunch of places in between, Almorada. And uh, we're hanging out in the marathon right now, just uh, trying to figure out what to do next. Okay. All right. Uh, do, you, do you make it over? Did you say you made it over to the Bahamas? No, we did not. Okay. We have not crossed. Um, we, we may, we may not. We, we, we're, uh, we don't have a tight schedule or make aggressive plans for the future. We just sort of go with the flow. Right. No, that's... That's good. That's good. That's kind of what uh, leap of faith, quit your job, and live on a boat is all about. It seems like is hey, if you if you got a dream to do something, it's uh, it's doable, it, um, and you just have to make it happen uh, by learning that's what exactly you, what the book is about. And uh, it doesn't even have to be living on a boat. Uh, whatever your dream might be, if, if you want it, you know there's a way to make it happen. Right, I agree, and that and that's kind of what I'm trying to express to people as well is, um, you know, it doesn't have to be like like I said, it doesn't have to be on a sailboat, it doesn't have to be on a boat at all. You know, maybe maybe you want to go live in a cabin somewhere, or you know, in the mountains, or you know, whatever. Uh, travel through, you know, other countries and around the world, and um, there is a way to make it happen. You just um, kind of have a maybe a change of mindset or you got to have the mindset to make it happen right uh, uh, it was a big change for us we, we, had, we really had to change the way we lived and especially the way we handled our money but uh, we learned a lot about ourselves and uh, you know we have no regrets and we'll never look back yeah no that's great it sounds like you guys had to uh, minimize a little bit um, oh god <laughs> <laughs> And so um, that mindset change seems to be a little bit easier. It seems to have been a little bit easier for you. Um, it was uh, it was pretty difficult for Kim? Uh, at first it was, yes. Um, just, uh, you know, when you think about what you have in your house and what you own and what you possess, and then you say, okay, I have to get rid of all of it, but it all has to go. Um, I think that's something that holds a lot of people back from doing what we do. But uh, I'm certainly glad that uh, she came around. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. So what inspired you? What was the moment that inspired you to say, hey, I can write a book? Uh, 
I, I had a background in my in my youth as a journalist and worked for various newspapers and I always thought that I would write a book someday, uh, but uh, you know, working for the utility company didn't give me much fodder for for uh, you know literature. <laughs> so once we had a few years under our belt out there, living a life you know apart from what most would consider normal society, I felt like I had a story to tell. Right, and so how did how did you uh, start writing your book? Did you just open a laptop and start writing? Well, believe it or not, Leap of Faith was written. On yellow legal pads with ink pens. <laughs> <laughs> so it was no technology for you. It was Sitting on just... the back of the book. Uh, now I use a laptop, but uh, back then I just I was just scribbling on the ink pad. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's great. A few years later, you wrote "Poop, Booze, and Bikinis," uh, and it's kind of an extension to "Leap of Faith." Quit your job and live on a boat, but uh, you know, "Leap of Faith" is. Um, more about kind of your story, I would say, of how you guys minimize your lifestyle and what it takes to to go ahead and live on a boat. Um, explain uh, poop, booze, and bikinis for me. Uh, if you hang around boaters enough uh, at marinas or in anchorages, mooring fields, wherever, you know, people start telling stories, swapping tales, and I just thought that you know some of that could be collected and uh, and shared. Uh, Know, with other folks or people who are thinking about the lifestyle to give them a general idea but you know it was my my attempt at looking at the more humorous side of the whole situation <laughs> right and and it is pretty humorous uh i, I love uh I love reading it. I'll have to read uh, your other two books eventually as well. I'm, I'm only about three quarters of the way through Poop, Booze, and Bikinis, and uh, I'll have to look at the other two books also. Uh, can you s- explain a little bit about what, what those are about for me? Uh, the Untold Story of Kim is uh, kind of the backstory to Leap of Faith. Um, <clears throat> my wife, Kim, had suffered a serious injury and uh, was suffering from chronic pain, and it's about how our transition to not working for one and living on the boat in the Florida sunshine helped to bring her back and to heal her and uh, you know be able to live a life that she could enjoy rather than be in constant pain. Okay. Well, that that also sounds interesting. I'll have to give that a read. And then, what was what did you say the uh, latest one is called? The latest book is called. Smaller Trash, Confessions of a Boat Bomb. It is a fictional novel uh, set mostly in Florida, but also in the Bahamas and the Caribbean. Uh, my anti-hero, Mead Breeze, lives by selling homegrown dope to suburban housewives and home brewed rum to bums in the park. <laughs> well, that, 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 that sounds interesting. Uh, I will. I'll have to take. I'll have to read that one as well. Uh, and and is that one? Did that just get released? Um, August. Yeah, it came out in August. Okay. So, so only a couple months ago, about four months ago, uh, is is when uh, is when that one came out. Yes, and it has been well received. Um, it's, it's been selling very well at Amazon. Um, it was number one in the boating category for the first three months. I think it's number two as of today. Uh, wow. Uh, the, the sequel will be coming shortly. Uh, well, great. So you're working on the sequel now? That's correct. Maybe maybe a month or two. Early, early 2015. Look for that. Okay. All right. Great. So you've basically turned yourself into a writer while you've been on the boat. 
Yeah, well, I got a lot of free time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. Writing has been, and that's brought in some income for you, correct? Yes, we are uh, slightly less minimal these days. Uh, we have a steady source of income, and uh, like I said, we we don't going out to dinner on occasion. Um, we haven't really splurged on anything yet. Uh, we're, we're enjoying a little bit of comfort now, as opposed to being strictly minimalist. Okay. Now, what would uh, what would some of what would your top three tips be, Ed, if uh, you uh, were telling somebody about? Uh, going out and uh, starting to minimize their lives and to, uh, well, maybe live on a boat or like we discussed, follow their dreams. What would your top three tips be? Stop spending money. Uh, There's a whole chapter about this in the book, but all of the things that we waste money on, whether it be fast food or coffee at Starbucks or magazine subscriptions, uh, you know, any number of a thousand things, um, we just stop. Just stop spending money. Just don't buy stuff. You don't need it. Um, then uh, paying off debt, uh, I think, is a big issue for a lot of people, especially if they have a mortgage that's upside down in. But uh, it took us probably uh, four or five years to just pay off everything. And boy, that day when you sent that last check off and we had absolutely no debt was just a freeing experience. Uh, so those two things are really important. I, I think the third thing is you just have to be committed to actually make it happen. You have to take that leap of faith. Uh, if you don't have the courage to jump out there and do what you want, uh, you'll never see your dream come true. Okay, great. So, so those were again: stop spending money, get rid of debt, and uh, basically have faith. Explain to us how you basically found a publisher. Uh, you know, you were sitting there writing on legal pads. You were writing leap of faith. Um, what did you do? Did you just reach out to several several different publishers and? hand them your notepad and say here's what yeah, I got. Do you want to publish my book <laughs> yeah that's much what I did with Leap of Faith like I said no idea what I was doing um, Outskirts Press is a, is a small uh, publisher in Colorado uh, I had never heard of them found them on the internet uh, I thought I'd have a better chance with uh, you know someone who wasn't real big New York top six publisher um, however all three subsequent books have been self-published uh, by me with, with no help from a publisher, and that's been much more lucrative for me, um, and I, it seems to be the wave of the future. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I, I, I guess I didn't understand that. Um, so Outskirts Press, is what you said, was actually the publisher for A Leap of Faith, Quit Your Job and Live on a Boat. And, um, how did you figure out or go about self-publishing for, uh, I guess, Poop, Booze, and Bikinis was the next one? Yeah, um, I did that completely by myself. I think the whole thing cost me about 50 bucks, and that was for the cover, right. um, which was well worth 50 bucks. Uh, <laughs> it's, been, uh, it's quite the eye-catching cover. Right. Um, I, I learned a lot after publishing with Outskirts Press, and I met a lot of other authors and uh, sort of networked and just picked their brains and uh, looked at the economics of it. And uh, once Leap of Faith was successful, I felt like I could reach an audience, you know, without the help of the publisher, and that just worked out for me. And I'm, I'm kind of glad I went that way. Uh, I get a much bigger cut uh, of each book sale now than I did with uh, Outskirts Press. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I've I've heard that out there before. That um, 
you know, sometimes people that publish their books and work with a publisher, they might end up getting, you know, a couple cents for every book that that is sold. And when when you publish it yourself, uh, you can get a whole lot more. Um, so, I mean, did you just submit it to submit it to Amazon at the time, or, or something like that, or? Yes, there's uh, there's two different avenues. One is uh, Kindle Direct is for the ebook version, uh, and you can just do that yourself. And make an account, sign up, and uh, submit your files to them. Um, and the other is called CreateSpace, which is owned by Amazon, and that's for the paperback version. Now they have to be formatted a special way, and the cover images have to be formatted a special way. And uh, I've learned so much now. Like on the fourth book, Trawler Trash. And I paid a professional cover designer. You know, I paid a professional editor. I paid a professional formatter. So there were some expense in that, but it's a very quality product, and uh, it, it really uh, was worth hiring professionals to help me put out something that that looks professional. Right. Right. So I mean, what you're saying with the others is basically you, you kind of had to figure out, and it took some time for you to figure out how to do some of that stuff yourself. Is that is that correct? Right. Yeah, I, I, you know, anyone could do it given enough time and, and a little, little short tutorials, and all the information is available on the internet. Uh, Kindle Direct is, is, is called KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. They're very helpful with the customer service. Um, and once you get the hang of it, you know, once you get one through, then you know how to do it. And it's just a matter of writing after that, giving them quality material. Okay. Um, but so you did you basically start. You, you hired an editor for this latest one just uh, to save you some time and to be worth it to you know make it look uh, you know make it a, a little more professional and, and things is is that why you hired the professional editors and uh, cover artists and things? Yeah, I, I just you know I'm, I'm four books in now and I, when I put a book out there, especially a novel, I want it to be you know as good as. as, as Professionally formatted as the books you would buy at the, you know, at the bookstore from uh, you know John Grisham or Stephen King or whoever, and uh, I think we accomplished that draw trash. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, that's fantastic. Um, so, are are you like a, a little a little captain celebrity over there down there in Marathon right now? Uh, it's funny. Everywhere we go, um, either they recognize the boat or. or once we tell them our name, they say, "Are you the Ed Robinson?" Uh, it happens. It's happened from Longboat Key to to Marathon, and, and everywhere in between. Even in Key West, uh, we were in Almorada the other day, and we were at Bud Mary's uh, fishing camp, and this lady comes up and you know says, "I think I know you," and then you know she read the books, and just yesterday we met a couple and. We were having drinks together at the Dockside Bar here in Marathon, and uh, and then and he suddenly dawned on him. He said, "Hey, leap of faith, you, you're not you're not that guy, are you?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "I read it. I, I read Poopoo's and Bikinis." He said, "Oh, this is great." Uh, just a, a small world of, in the boating community. You know, our boat is leap of faith. People kind of turn their head and wonder if that's the guy. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> that, it, that's great. Another question that I had for you about um, getting these books out was um, some of the Kindle versions are, oh, 
is it the Kindle version? You know, it looks like they're free, or, or is that just for Prime members that they're free? And do you still get paid when somebody um, downloads your book that way? That's a good question. Kindle, Kindle has introduced the unlimited program where you pay a certain fee per month, and you can get as many books as you want, uh, Kindle versions, uh, as long as you're subscribed to the unlimited when you open the page on Amazon, it says free to unlimited, but the fine print will say three ninety nine to buy. Um, when they when they get the book through unlimited, all the authors that are in the program share a pot each month, and uh, it's a couple of bucks per per sale through the unlimited program. It's less than if they just buy the book outright. Um, but you still get compensated, and it varies every month based on the amount of money. Okay. Uh, but so does it? Um, I, I guess my question is: Does it vary based on every all of the authors? You know, like say you had, you know, uh, say somebody downloaded your book a hundred times, and somebody downloaded somebody else's book ten times. Do you just split it down the middle? Or do you get more? Uh, it's, it's per it's per download. Okay, so it's, it's per been aver- yeah, it's been averaging about two bucks per download. Which you know, if if a hundred people take it on their unlimited subscription, I, I get two hundred bucks. Now, I'm not going to turn that away. Oh, yeah? You don't have to. You don't have to be in that program. Um, you have to make your book eligible for that. Right, but with but is it? it and I would kind of say that it might be worth it with so many people with Amazon Prime and Kindles these days and, and maybe even just in the unlimited program. Um, is that correct? Has it been worth it to be in the program, you think? I think so. Uh, I think the exposure, they put a money value on it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving away probably two or 300 books a month through the unlimited program. Okay. And, and then uh, on top of my sales, which is quite a bit more than that, but the Kindle is ten times greater in sales volume than the paperbacks for all of my books, and I think that's true for pretty much all. Right, right, and, and so I mean, so I, that's the thing. If if you're not out there and you're not available to be downloaded on the Kindle, then there's so many people out there that just aren't going to read the book in the first place, and then. They might not go pick up your next book. Yeah, two bucks is better than no bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is very true. Uh, you can buy a beer some places for two dollars at happy hour. Yeah. At happy hour, yes. <laughs> Which starts at five o'clock. Yeah, well, we got a little bit of time, right? <laughs> uh, where, where are you going to happy hour down there tonight? Uh, probably just on our boat tonight. Uh, we went out last night to the dockside, so... Uh, that, that was probably our adventure for the week, as far as spending money. Okay, so is that how you uh, sort of work that? You, you, well, like like you said, you're you're only going out. You're going out a little bit more than you were, but uh, happy hour a lot of time is also uh, just on the back of your boat. It's a great way to spend the evening watching the set, feet prop up on the transom, having a cold beer. Yeah. No, I, I I totally agree. Any advice you have out there for any uh, any writers or people that uh, are trying to uh, maybe write books and um, get their stuff out there that way? Anyone can do it. Uh, the the great thing about 
Amazon and Kindle Direct is that anyone can publish a book. The terrible thing about Amazon and Kindle Select is that anyone can publish a book. Uh, you got to put some good quality content out there. Uh, you know, the first people that read it, if they don't like it, it's going to be doomed. So uh, it can be done. Uh, anyone can do it. But put something good out there. Well, right. And, and did, did Leap of Faith uh, help with that? Um, do you think um, going through the publisher maybe maybe helped with that a little bit? Maybe helped get your name out there so that people knew who you were? Yes, I definitely did. Um, it, it just adds a little weight to, you know, you're you're an author now. You're a writer. Your book actually sold. Um, so, I, you know, I had people that liked it and were ready to buy the next book, you know, sight unseen because they liked the first one so much. It's really helped a lot. And uh, it seems to be picking up each time a new book out. Uh, you know, the sales the first few days get higher and higher. So, uh, Hopefully this trend will continue, and uh, you know we can we can do this indefinitely. Yeah, no, no, that that's great. You got you got a few years until uh, you're you can uh, start collecting any any kind of social security, right? Yeah, I'm 52 years old. I got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. We're doing it while we're young enough to enjoy it. Yeah, well, and that's and that's there's there's a big thing to be said about that too you know um, there's, a, there's a good chance that by the time you're 65 and retired you you might not be able to enjoy it and I don't mean you you could be in spectacular health I don't, I don't know I, what I'm saying is you know a lot of the people that wait until they're 65 to retire and say they're going to go travel everywhere well they're uh, they're taking more medicines and getting older and they've been sitting behind a computer too long to uh, to stay healthy enough to go do what they want to do so um, exactly. Uh, that, that's disgusting leap of faith. And, uh, you know, you just never know. You never know when you're up. So, uh, we're doing it and we're loving life. And uh, whatever happens in the future happens. We're having a great time now. Right, right. No, well, well that's great. Um, now, would you would you suggest that people go ahead and um, say, say they're writing their first book? Uh, would you suggest that people try and find a publisher for at least that first book? Uh, that's hard for me to say. Um, it, it's really hard to get stuff by a publisher, and it's really simple to publish yourself. Uh, if you have a book and you think it's quality, I would recommend an editor and a public designer and, and the other things that I discussed. Uh, it makes a big difference in the product that you put out. Yeah. Well, my, I guess my question would be, how do you think you would uh, publicize that book, I guess, uh, with if you didn't have Outskirts helping you out uh, with Leap of Faith well, on the first book? Well, to be honest with you, the publishers do very little to publicize your book unless you're uh, you know, James Patterson or, or Lee Child or someone famous. Right. Um, I, did, I did it all myself, other than some press releases that went out. Um, and mostly through Facebook. I had been on Facebook for years, and I had thousands of followers on Facebook, and uh, that's where I put it out. And uh, you know, those people really supported me. I, I really appreciate all of their support. Okay. All right. Well, great. So, so you're saying that you that I didn't. I guess I didn't understand that. So you did a lot of your publicity on your own, and it was all through. Was it, you know, having your own Facebook friends? And were you telling stories on Facebook and, and things like that? Or uh... Uh, 
what we did was uh, we posted pictures of uh, you know our adventures of our day on the beach. It was beautiful sunsets and sunrises, dolphins, and you know all the things that we see every day. Uh, and you can find that on Facebook at Leap of Faith. Quit right. your job and live on. Uh, Seven thousand fans so far. Uh, that's a pretty good base to uh, to put a book out to and say here, you know, help me out with my book. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, that, that's so true. Um, now, how long were you on Facebook for in order to get that many followers before you released the book? Uh, I'd say three or four years. Okay. And so were you So you were on the boat uh, those three or four years, uh, and, and people were following you on Facebook uh, with your updates on the boat, correct? Correct. Okay. And so it was about that long and that before you, you know, from what we talked about earlier it was about that long before you said hey i should write a boat a book about some of this stuff yeah i gave it a couple of years until i had you know not only uh the experience that i could speak from but uh so we could have some adventures and uh you know make sure that this was going to continue to be the life for us right no no what well that that's fantastic ed um you know your your story is great. I love it. Um, I would suggest that uh, everybody go out and get leap of faith. Quit your job and live on a boat. It you know there's some great advice in there, and uh, the way you tell it is funny. And then from there, after after everybody reads that book, they should continue on and uh, and read the rest. You know, uh, I that's what I've been doing so far, and uh, I'll just have to keep going until I uh, until I catch up with. Uh, with, with how fast you're writing, Ed, you know? <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll try to let you catch up before I put another one out. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate your support as well, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no you're welcome. Um, no, it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. I, I enjoy the way you're doing it, and uh, I enjoy the message that you put out there as well, uh, Ed, so... Uh, which is basically that anybody can do it. You just gotta kind of get the mindset right, and um, you know, l- like you said, stop spending all the stuff that is unnecessary that we spend money on, and use that money to get rid of your debts and and make your dream happen. So, take that leap of faith. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you, Ed, for taking the time out of your day to uh, join me over here on the podcast. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. I know you're. Uh, you know, you're not exactly busy, but, um, you know, you had to take some time away from uh, writing and, you know, getting those binoculars out to see uh, if there are any bikinis around on the other boats down there in Marathon. So, little little chilly today, so uh, no bikinis. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good, good. I'm glad I caught you at the right time then, Ed. <laughs> well, so, so thank you very much for your time, Ed. This was a lot of fun. Uh, I learned a lot, and I hope uh, the audience did, too. All right. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Great. We'll talk again soon. Fair winds. Have a great day. All right. I hope that all of you enjoyed that interview with Ed Robinson and got as much information out of it as I did. I hope also that you didn't mind the noises in the background or what sounded like Wi-Fi issues too much. Um, I tried to edit as much of it 
it out as I could, but I've said several times in the past that we are also dealing with people on boats and with people in remote areas, and sometimes we're just going to have to deal with those things. Ed was nice enough to head on in to the boater's lounge and use the Marathon City Marina Wi-Fi in order to talk with me. So I just I hope you guys are, are all right with how that stuff sounds, and it's just going to be that way sometimes some days. In my opinion, everything ended up sounding just fine. And as long as you can hear Ed, everything's great. Uh, so let's remember Ed's few tips for this interview. They are stop spending all of your money, get out of debt, and have some faith and take that leap. Try to minimize your lives, people. After all, you may be trying to get on a boat or just live with a backpack or something like that. So in the end, you know, only spend money on the things that you absolutely need and can help you and uh, start using the extra money that you find to get out of debt and then realize that you're probably going to be okay. You're probably smart enough to figure something out while you're out there. The other tip that he has for all of us writers out there is that it is fantastic that anybody and everybody can publish their own book on Amazon. It is also the worst thing ever that anybody and everybody can publish their own book on Amazon. So make sure that your content is freaking amazing. Okay, so you can also find Ed Robinson and Leap of Faith, Quit Your Job and Live on a Boat on Facebook. You can also find his blog at quityourjobandliveonaboat.com. Also, head on over to the Sail Loop blog post and show notes for this episode at sailloot.com forward slash episode 011 to find all of the links and resources that are mentioned in this episode of the Sail Loot podcast. Of course, you can find us at sailloot.com, facebook.com forward slash sailloot, and on Twitter at sailloot. You can also fire us an email and ask us any questions that you want at teddyj at sailloot.com. And also, if you have the time and you're in iTunes, go ahead on over and please, please, please leave us a review. Good or bad, doesn't matter. I read them all. And all reviews just help us get um, some some notice uh, over there on iTunes. So go ahead and you can help us out a whole lot with that to get some visibility over on iTunes. And uh, hopefully have this podcast, you know, take off a little bit. Uh, more than it has, anyway. So thanks again for listening. I hope that all of you can find a way to find your sail loot to live a life rich in experiences. I hope to meet you all out on the water, fair winds, and following seas. 